Hello, members of the Tableverse. Paul slash Connor slash many others here wishing you all a joyful, resilient, and expansive Pride Month. I'm honored to try and bring some queerness to the packed worlds, and I believe I can speak for the whole crew when I say to each and every member of the LGBTQ plus community listening out there that you are valid, you are worthy, you are stardust and magic, and the world is so lucky to have you in it. Thank you all for listening, and happy June. Talk to you soon. Hello and welcome to a very exciting episode of the Tableverse podcast. My name is Justin and I will be your star lord for this original Starfinder campaign. Playing with me at the table today we have... Hi, I'm Allie and I'll be playing Quib, Usagi Operative. Hi, I'm Connor and I'll be playing Paul, the Lashenta Envoy. What's up, I'm Coin and I'll be playing Kobak, the Vesk Mystic. And I'm JD, I'll be playing Captain Eustace Cardano, the Maraquai Salarian. And everybody, we have another special guest star with us today. We have... Hey, my name is Elaine, and uh, my character's name and description will be revealed later. Ooh. Ooh. So it has been a long time since we've been at this table Four months. together. It's been, yeah. Three months, three months. I'm ready. <laughs> three months, and finally, Allie is ready to play. <laughs> The podcast is out now, but we'll talk about that later in the Table Converse, so don't miss that, because we're going to jump right into the action. We're, we left off in at the beginning of a fight in this uh, private back room of Desna's Destiny. The last thing that happened, Paul asked Kriana, are we doing this? And he was like, yeah, we're doing this. So now, we're doing this. We're having a big fight in the back of this uh, casino. Fight theme. The fight theme uh, will be cued in, in just a moment. I just want to impress upon everyone that um, this is going to be the toughest fight uh, you guys have seen thus far, and I'm really excited to see how it goes. I can't promise so that everyone will make it out alive, so just make good choices and believe in yourself. Holy shit. I don't think we were supposed to fight here. Normally it's like, sorry, I'm talking to Elaine. When it happens, it's like, oh, you know, like everything's weirdly set up and things have taken turns, but apparently that's not the case. You we'll guys see. brought this on yourselves. Yes. A hundred percent brought this on ourselves. <laughs> All right, here we go. The first thing I need is for everybody to roll initiative. 22. Then I got 15. I have a 15. And as everyone's captain, I have a three. You were going to bark orders last? That's more of a recap. He's going to recap what happened. <laughs> And Elaine. Uh, I have a 13. (gasps) She's new and she did better than me. (laughs) All right, first up, we have Quib in the order. So, Quib, you've just cheated in this backroom private game. And badly. You're sitting at this table with this uh, floating brain, this contemplative, uh, contemplative, whatever, however you want to say. I think it's the latter. I think contemplative. It it rolls off the tongue better. You've got this dwarf that's sitting at the table, too, uh, along with this callow. You've got two androids in the room. What would you like to do? (sighs) Okay. Put a lot of thought into this. I really want to do my trick attack. Can I do that? Of course. Allie, who are you going to use your trick attack on? Um, I would like to use my trick attack on the dwarf to try to cut off his robot arm. It's an 18 plus whatever. My stealth is 11, so. So yes, your trick attack is going to happen. Now you need to do the regular attack roll. 
Uh, so that's a 17. 17 is going to hit. So Quib hops up onto the t- uh, to the seat that she was sitting on and then kind of bounds over the black d- or the black dwarf table rather, does a little like round off handspring move and Ooh. then just as she's coming down in the air just uh, brings her knife out and slashes the arm of the dwarf sitting across. <laughs> does the hand come off? Um, I'm going to say that a 17 is not enough to get his hand off, but you definitely stab him in the wrist. And after that is Paul's turn. Paul, immediately, he's down for it. We don't know why. Oh, he hates slavery. That's why, duh. Paul is going to use psychokinetic hand on the door to lock the door because he doesn't... I understand it's locking us in, but he doesn't want, like, the whole of the casino to come and murder them. So you reach out with your psychokinetic hand and everybody can hear the door just... And it is locked. You can still move if you want to. I want to flip the table up, because uh, Quib is not on the table, correct? You've bounded over and slashed his wrist. I jumped over the table to get to him, so I feel like I would be, like, next oh my to God, him. We'll Back handspring, and then, like, ah. This is about to be a fight. Uh, do I want to let you use... Sure, you can use your move action. Give me a strength roll. Fifteen. You reach under the table, and you lift it up, and it falls over. So now there's a little bit of a barrier between you, Ungar, and the uh, contemplative. And then the, um, the drow... She's gone. Okay, so then the callow. What's the callow? The callow is still in his seat. So I, I assume the way you wanted to flip it was towards the dwarf. Correct. But we have to deal with everybody, including the, the dealer and everything. Like, everybody? On, no one's attacked us yet. Maybe everyone's just going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. We're not at the point of no return. All right, so that ends Paul's turn, which brings us to Kobach. I don't, I mean, I guess we just get the party started. So I want to use a piece of equipment that I picked up. <gasps> I want to use a force blast gem. Holy Ooh. crap. Okay, let's do it. Wait, wait, wait tell me more. What is that? Jeff, I think I it's pretty self-explanatory. Where'd you get it? You got it from uh, the merchant that... Yeah, I got that, a bunch of magical stuff. That tried stuff. to kill me. That's right, yeah. And how does... Well, I guess you'll get to how it works. I'm sorry, I'm just very excited. So this spell gem contains a level two mystic spell, which you don't have access to any level two spells yet, but except for through this gem. This is a one-time use thing. This is a cone-shaped burst Mm -hmm. in 30 feet. Uh, If you have friends that are in the blast Mm -hmm. zone, it will hit them as well. Do we want to hit androids? I'm just going to assume they're not on our side, and they're not real anyway. Yeah, and they can communicate, so we want to shut them up. It's just, I feel like, like, imagine you're at work, and, like, something starts going down. It's like, man, I am a If I work somewhere that traffics humans, I'm going to think that shit happens. Okay, that's a fair counterpoint. This isn't, this isn't stock at CVS, all right? There is a potential that it will hit Quib, but it also hit the Contemplative, the Callow, and the Dwarf. But since Quib has the dwarf in front of her and Paul just flipped over the table, both of those are giving her cover, which is going to be a plus four to her reflex save that she's going to have to roll. So everyone in the blast has to roll a reflex save. And if they make it, they're going to take half damage from this thing. Well, natural 20. Nice. I mean, I also have plus seven. So she's okay. If reflex saves successful, suffer no effect. Evasive maneuvers, evasive maneuvers. There you go. Boom. So she doesn't she doesn't take anything. Somebody learned to play. We studied. Roll me two D6. Okay, so one six and one five. That's eleven. That's a lot of damage. That's really good. Two of them is gonna take eleven and the other one is going to take five. The callow took five, and then the dwarf and the contemplative took eleven. Okay, so Kobach uh, whips out the staff which he's holding, lets go of it, it floats next to him on his own. He pulls out the force blast gem, which is like this uh, orb that's like purple and yellow swirling, throws it out, it stops right in front of him, I'll say like a few feet, and explodes in a concussive 
going forward whoop, whoop, type purple yellow explosion. That's awesome. The Callow sees it, and so he takes cover, and that's why he only takes uh, half the brunt of, of the force. Ungar is holding his wrist where he's been stabbed by Quib, so he doesn't see it coming. It hits him in the back. The Contemplative is also distracted by Quib, and that's why he didn't see it coming at all. <laughs> Do you want to move, Kovac? Um, I think I should come a little further into the room. Assert my dominance. I want to go directly next to Kuriana. Are there any visible signs of injury on anybody yet? Yes. The dwarf is bleeding from his wrist. The callow, there's like a scuffs on his armor from where the force hit him. And then the uh, the brain seems very, uh, a little disoriented, but he's still floating there. He still looks like he's ready. Up next. <laughs> Ungar looks at you, Quib. You'll pay for that, Missy. Missy? Missy. Weird flex, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, the whole battle's just like, excuse me? We all just stop. Uh, He pulls out a knife. You can see it's similar to your knife. Looks exactly like yours, actually. (gasps) Not so different, you and I. And he swipes at you with a 16 towards your KAC. Does that hit? Yes. Yeah. Because your KAC is 15. Okay, so if it's higher than that. Yeah. I think if it's equal to or higher, right? Equal to or higher, yeah. I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like that at all. He swipes you. He gets you uh, across your arms. So, like, you you stabbed him uh, next to to his arms, and he stabs you in in the same place, and he uh, gets you for four damage. All right. After he stabs you, you can see that with the back of the knife, he punches a button on his armor, and it starts to flash red. That's probably... Fuck. It's like his pacifist light, I think. You don't see anyone move, but you hear a knocking at the door. You hear someone say, Sir, is everything okay in there? Sir? And he says, Yes, everything's fine. <laughs> and he says, Get your ass in here! I'm, I'm kidding. Everything is totally okay. <laughs> God, I just, I, I've been watching television. You can tell that someone on the other side of the door rams it, and uh, you can hear the door splinter a little bit. That's I said everything's fine. Stop ramming the door. Sir, we're coming in. Up next, you see that the androids both pull out pistols, and they're aiming uh, one at Kobach, and the other one, the one at the bar can tell that Kriana's the one that gave the order. Mm. So one's going to fire at Kriana, the other one at Kobach. You were right about the androids. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, that's a 17 to hit Kriana, the EAC. Yeah, that hits. And a 9 to hit Kobach's. It misses Kobach, but it hits Kriana. So the androids take out their blasters. The one at the bar uh, surprises you, Kriana. It's such a quick draw. Shoots you right in the chest. <clears throat> Kobach, you hear that grunt, and you uh, you see that android, which prompts you to look at the other one, and you see it's got a blaster pointed at you, and you dodge it right at the last second. <clears throat> Neither of the androids are going to move because they, they feel like they have good positions on you. And after that is the contemplative... Am I not going to take any damage from... You took three damage. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> Thank you for reminding right, me. You didn't collect the homework. <laughs> <laughs> I've always fucking hated that kid. <laughs> you forgot to give me damage. After that is the contemplative. It is hovering above Quib, but it knows that that blast came from Kobach, and it does not like that you sent that force blast at it. So it looks at you, Kobach, and you can see this um, psionic energy gathering around the brain and pulsating from its veins. And all of a sudden, there's this psionic blast heading towards you. I need you to roll. I need you to roll a will save. Nice. Natural 20. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then Kobach says, think again. <laughs> <laughs> you feel the psionic power hit you. This is a very familiar 
effect. Uh, he's just sent a mind thrust at you, but you can do mind thrust yourself, so you're mm-hmm. able to use your willpower to take only half of this damage, which is nine, or four. You take four damage. So he's strong. Even with a nat 20, he still got you. Should we be worried about the brain? Or? Oh, I've been worried about the brain. <laughs> After the mind thrust passes through you and does the four damage, you can hear um, his voice in your head, and it says, I didn't realize we had another telepath in the room. And then Kobach thinks, yes, one that is actually good looking. <laughs> <laughs> what I lack in looks, I make up for in my vast intelligence. Oh, ugly but smart. Old combination. It gives up. Kriana, it is your turn. Even though I'm going to photon attune. I do plan on stellar rushing. You're going to graviton attune? Graviton. Thank you. God damn it. <laughs> um, and I'm going to charge into the android at the door. Okay. And then do a melee attack with the whip. And have the whip not fully out, not extended, but like still coiled up and just punch him with it like it's brass knuckles. Oof. Okay. You feel this warmth coming from inside as you as you uh, call on your Solarian powers, and everyone else in the room can see that all of a sudden, Kriana is wrapped in this weird uh, cosmic flames all around his body. What color? A sunset orange, almost as if the human torch all of a sudden is in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except he's a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> the, the monkey, monkey torch. torch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, give me an attack roll for the, uh, for the melee attack. 19. 19. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Uh, so that'll be 7 damage, and I'm graviton attuned, so I'm, I'm marking it now. So uh, you rush up, these cosmic flames pouring off of your body. You've got your Solarian whip wrapped around your hand like brass knuckles, and you pop this android in the face. You do 7 damage, and... Gas. <laughs> oh my god. Look gas. What is going on? <laughs> I, I do want to add a little flavor to it. As I'm about to connect, the flames turn black because I'm going graviton attuned. That's the instead. best color there is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Elaine, you've just taken seven damage. That's Damn. off of your your stamina. Kill Elaine, kill Elaine. She just got here. <laughs> I mean she did shoot at Kobach, so And then we were back at the top. It that is Quid's turn. Oh, God, okay. Kill somebody. I'm going to try. Here's my question. Can I Can I do, move and, like, throw the grenade? So can I, like, yeah. throw the grenade and then, like, run away? Yeah. Okay. Wait, are you trying to tell me you don't want to be hit by the grenade? <laughs> okay, this is going to sound crazy. <laughs> I'm trying to not blow myself up. I want to get the contemplative, the dwarf, and the callow. Yeah, I think we should focus on the contemplative. You're, you're not going to get all three. That's fine, then. All right, so Quip is going to use her big old bunny feet and her tiny little bunny brain. And she's going to jump as quickly as she came, just back over the heads of Ungar and past the contemplative and land safely behind Paul and Kobach, who are much bigger than her. And as she does that, she throws her grenade just past where she just was standing. And then it's going to explode. So those two are going to get to make reflex saves. Oh, yeah, and Ungar gets a free attack. Why? Because you moved past him. That's okay. He only rolled a 19, so it's fine. So you take six points of damage as you go past Ungar. Where are these, like, fine print rules? <laughs> all in Justin's They're all head. there. No, they're all on the boat. They're all there. So as you turn around and walk away, for, hop away from him, that's when he's able to get a free attack in and hit you for six more damage. Um, so how much damage does that frag grenade do? What'd you get? 
Oh, oh no. All right, so Ungar takes one damage, and the Contemplative takes no damage. Just uh, a little grenade. Sorry, <laughs> That guys. Contemplative bitch. That is a small grenade. That's weird. It's a dud. <sighs> After Quib is Powell. All that time, still haven't decided what to do. <laughs> Currently behind a table. Loving that. Currently behind a table, you've got Kobak to your left, you've got Quib right behind you, and the Callow is right in front of Kobak. So I'm very close to the Callow, or Paul's very close to the Callow, so he wants to shoot it right in the helmet to try to pierce that helmet. And because he's so close, what bonuses can you afford me? You cannot shoot point blank. When you're right beside someone, you have to be at least one square in between them. Because of space mm. magic? Like, why? Because of game rules. Game rules? Okay, yeah. cool. Can I hit with the butt of my guns? Would um, that be a melee strength thing? Yes. Which you don't have a lot of. Um, I just flipped the table, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. For it's you a big did, day for you. You did one thing right so far. Um, I he, did several things. He's had right. one attack so far. And, and it was pretty good. We're both one for one. Well... Justin, you were saying? I hit more How much people. damage is caused by that table flip? Yeah. I mean, oh, I did, that's a good question, Quip. Did I hit Ungar's toe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh! And he is miffed. I, I think it... <laughs> did it do maybe as much damage as Quip's grenade? <laughs> it did as much damage as her grenade, yeah. Oh, so none. Uh, one. 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 One damage. You can take a guarded step away from him so you won't. he won't get a free attack on you, and then you could fire. No. Thank you, but I no. choose not to move. No, I will do. Paul's going to say to the contemplative, I heard we were talking about attractive psychics, and then he's going to fire his guns at the big brain. Because Paul, too, is a psychic. I was surprised that Paul did not speak up in offense. I didn't know. At first I thought you could talk anytime, but then I was scolded because it wasn't my turn, <laughs> so I stayed quiet. Oh. All right, you flipped over the table, mm-hmm. so the contemplative does have cover from you, which is going to give them a plus two against your attack. And if you fire from where you are, the callow is going to get a free hit on you. So why do I, why have I been given choices? I'm Just say you attack the cow. <laughs> you could do whatever you want. I'm just letting you know what's going to happen. I'm letting you know what the options are. I could say nothing and then let it all happen and let That's you get smacked in point. the face. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, I'm probably going to attack that. Is there another door beside the one that's splintering? You look around, you can see there are two other doors oh. in the room. So there's the one that leads to the casino proper mm-hmm. on this wall to the right here. Mm-hmm. And then there are two other doors... <gasps> On the back wall next to Kriana. Oh, dear. Um, You're not sure where they lead. Yeah, that's why I'm a little worried about them now. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and fire. Paul's going to fire the Needler pistol at the Callow after taking a guarded step back right for that big old dome. Go for it. That is an unnatural 20. Nice. You roll me some damage. Do I get to do it twice? Or that's only when it's a natural 20? That's only when it's a natural 20. I got it too. So you take a step back. Uh, you're, now you're right next to Quib. You pull out your needler pistol and you fire it. You do hit him in his dome, but it just scratches it a little bit. You can oh. tell it's not like it's not any real damage to get inside of his helmet, but you do do two damage to him uh, overall. Paul was all ready to be like, "Come up for some air." Or like, <laughs> water's fine, but then it's just like. Ping! After Paul is Kovac. I have a question. What is the status of the people trying to get into the room mm. outside? You can tell that if they get one more good rush at the door, like before, that they're mm-hmm. going to be in the room. Okay, and we and we don't know how many how many it is, right? Just an entire casino staff. Give me a quick history check. Yeah, give me survival. I like that better. So that's nine plus four. Thirteen. So you seem to remember that there were four security <laughs> guards outside. 
There may have been more. You don't remember, but you definitely remember four. Okay, so we can't. Um, so how um, would I be able to use whole portal portal for that? You can, yeah. Okay, so I want to do whole portal to keep that door closed. Go for it. So you take out another spell gem. Yeah. Oh, this isn't something you have. This is an item. This is a magical item. Hold portal is a is a spell that like I've looked at several times and gone. When does this come into use? <laughs> I thought that when I because all it does is just like hold the door or like any like entryway closed. Right. But all of a sudden, super fucking useful. <laughs> all right, so this is gonna be in effect for one minute. What it does is it adds five to the difficulty of opening the door. Okay, so Kobak pulls out red orb. Throws it directly at the door. It kind of explodes into these like weird brick formations that build on oh. each other until the door is completely covered and then flashes red. Oh, that's nice. so cool. I love that. So now there's like this red energy covering the door, and you hear this voice from outside go, What's going on here? Magic at its best. <laughs> Kobach, would you like to move? I think I like to move to the other side of Quib, so like I'm right like a space away from Kriana. So we're all behind the table except Kriana, right? Well, Kriana would get the benefit of the table from Ungar and the Contemplative right now. Oh, great. Cool. After Kobach is Elaine. The first thing that happens on Elaine's turn, you can see that the android um, reaches to the base of its uh, <gasps> of its chin and starts to pull away a holographic skin. <gasps> what the fuck? Just like Black Widow in Captain America, Civil War, or not Civil War. Um, Civil Winter- War, yeah. Yeah, it was Civil War. Oh, no, no. no uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. And Elaine, describe to us what we see. You now all have the pleasure to see um, a <laughs> somewhat tall female android, gold skin with green glowing circuits kind of placed like scars. She's got long green blue hair in a braid and kind of an undercut for more circuitry. Her head and arms seem uh, humanoid, but her torso and legs are obviously mechanical. She's wearing a dark kind of armor that looks like scales, fingerless gloves, and is bristling with weapons, and you better bet wearing some kick-ass boots. That's awesome. We about to die. Oh, yeah. It's the fucking Terminator. I personally love the detail of androids. What do you do, Elaine? Um, First thing I'd like to do is um, punch this motherfucker in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Out the gate. Punch the motherfucker already. Not even mad. It's weird I'm rooting for Elaine. Oh no, I got a three. It's not gonna hit. Oh. Kriana, what you see is this android tears away its face. Now it has a new golden face that it's looking at you with. Cocks its fist behind her. It appears to be a female android. She swings and you dodge it, no problem. You've been in a lot of bar fights. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this ain't my first rodeo, sweetie. If you want, you can try to attack again or you can move away. Um, okay, I'm going to attack again. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> okay, He's never met an android before. It's very <laughs> excited. Oh, that's a lot better. Um, I got a 19. That's going to hit. Roll some damage. Where do you punch him? Where do you want to punch him? You punch him in the nose. In the nose. Okay, so you feel her fist land in your nose, and on the point of impact, there's like a little spark or something. Like you get electrocuted a little bit, and it does three damage to you. Oh, and the sparks are colored. They're blue. Oh, nice, nice. I like Get that. you back for that detail. Maraquai don't... Oh, they have, like, the, the kind of flat ape nose. She punches you where your nose should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. like kind of No, pup, I was just, like, trying like... to think of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a area. puppy. After Elaine is Ungar. Ungar is not happy about anything that's going on. He's going to come around here. 
He's moved from behind the table. He figured out my trick. (laughs) (laughs) He pulls out his own blaster. So he's got a knife in one hand. Actually, you know what? He's going to keep the knife. And he seems to be looking at you, Paul. And he tosses the knife right at you. Me? (laughs) But why? He tosses the knife. It's natural. I'm not even here. It's a natural one. Yes. To to throw the knife. He throws it and it lands right at your feet. So almost as if he's giving you this knife. So that's Ungar's turn. What does he say? Gosh darn it, it's not what I wanted at all. And then we hear another thud at the door. Oh. Uh, boss, I can't get in. This door's glowing red. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so they're having a little bit of trouble with this door. Great. After them is the callow. And the callow is not happy that Paul has plinked its helmet. <laughs> the callow is going to have to move up right here, which means that, Quib, you get a free attack with your knife. Yes. Uh, What'd you get? A natural one. So the callow steps up, and it's now brandishing its own knife. Every gun. That's a knife fight, man. Thank goodness I brought my guns. Someone should bring a gun, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he wasn't expecting, like, a big firefight to break out, you know, at this game. It's fair. He steps up towards Paul, and Quib, you see this, so you you take a swipe at him, but he dodges it easily. And then he um, gets you right in the gut, Paul, with his knife. And he does four damage. Uh-oh. Um, and then the other android from behind the bar still has his blaster and is going to take a shot at... Still sees Kriana as the leader, so going to take a shot at Kriana. That's a natural 20. <sighs> so... Kriana, what's your stamina health situation? How are you looking? Not, not shiny. So that's four damage to your stamina, and then you also catch on fire. <gasps> <laughs> so before you were you had cosmic flames on your body. Now you have actual flames mm-hmm. on your body. Is it my next turn now? No, it's the contemplative's turn. This bitch. He's going to you know, float over to Paul. What? And he's going to say, The most handsome psychic in the room is me. That is false. And you can feel that he is uh, reaching into your mind. I need you to roll me a... Give me a will save. Paul rolled a four. So we're at a nine for my save. So Paul... Yes, hi. You feel his psychic tendrils just wrapping around your person. And you become dazed. Which means... Um, I can do that. I'm unable to take actions. You are unable to take actions uh, on your next turn. Oh. You can still move. You can feel it. My power overwhelms your inferior mind. What? I I want a smoothie. (laughs) (laughs) And after that is Kriana. You on fire, boo? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) he's smoldering at the start of your turn you take 1d4 which is gonna be 3 is it is it hot in here is it just me kriana you're glowing (laughs) (laughs) so i saw this android take away her disguise yes and then punch me. Rightfully so. I did punch her. So I'm not, I'm not like holding that against you. <laughs> Turnabout is fair play. Turnabout is fair play. You did shoot at my friend. Yeah. But she missed. Elaine's like, ah. She missed. <laughs> the intent was there. We haven't had a chance to have a conversation yeah. yet. Yeah. We have to interpret each other's moves. <laughs> if I ask her a question, Justin, would yes. she be able to respond in this turn? Yes. Okay. Lesson lady, I don't know who you are. You're clearly not one of them. She looks expensive. Kobach shouts from across the room. (laughs) (laughs) Are you fighting with us or against us? I am fighting only for the androids in this room and the freedom of all people involved. 
Are you with me on the side of freedom or against me on the side of the slavers? No, we're definitely fighting the slavers. Then I suppose my quarrel is with, um, how you say, the others? Perfect. Kriana turns around and shoots at the callow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Give me an attack roll. Did you guys hear that R roll? Yeah. That was, that was very nice. <laughs> that was really good. Was great. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> that's going to be a 17 KAC. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's going to hit him. So I'm aiming for his glass. Okay. In hopes that it opens up and then I can dive into it and <laughs> put myself out. <laughs> that, that's a great plan. <laughs> so what's the damage on that bad boy? That's just two. You pull out your pistol, you shoot him and it hits his helmet again, but it, it's just a nick. Thank again, goodness. It's nothing. It's okay, only these cosmetic. are actual bullets though. <laughs> Uh, mine is a big his freaking a, needle. This is a needle. Yeah, ne- needle bouncing off of glass. No, not though. like a syringe, like, like, a, like a spiky like whoosh, needle. With two damage, you're able to put another mark on his dome, but it's not a crack. It's not even a scratch. All right, I still have a movement. The talking is going to be your, your movement action. Mm. Damn it. Because I knew you were going to want to shoot. Move in your mouth. Yeah. Normally, talking would be your standard action. Okay, gotcha. Oh, I made your deal, baby. I appreciate that. You're Thank very you. very welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Star-Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome, my children. <laughs> the Star-Lord giveth. No, I hate it. <laughs> and the Star-Lord taketh away. Uh, Quib, we are back to the top of the order. Mm, so I was going to I was gonna fight that android, but now I won't, because <laughs> apparently they with us. <laughs> but the bartender has shot me twice now. Oh, well, that is true. But now that she said that, though, I'm concerned that if I try to shoot the oh. other android, that then she's going to get pissed That's off, fair. and then we're going to have a whole problem. I feel like this is an so are the androids our allies now? We kind don't know of, yet. Maybe. We know that a know lane if she can get, if she can control them, then we can just handle these freaks. She does seem like a leader. We we know that the unnamed gold android is our temporary ally. Do you hear the people sing? Okay, I think there's like a slavery Detroit become human thing with the androids Ooh. and the slaves Ooh. happening. Here. I'm about yeah. it. Everyone played that game. Can I hit the? I want to use my laser rifle on the contemplative, but is Paul in my way or can I? Paul is in your way. Uh, Paul's going to be giving him cover from where he is right now. So I can't. You can. She can move, right? You can definitely move. If you fire, the Kala will get a free swipe at you, and Paul is giving the contemplative a little little bit of cover just fire through me but if i move then does the contemplative get a free move a free attack the contemplative doesn't have any melee weapons so he won't be able to take a, a free attack at you i say shoot through me i'm cool with that or just take can't a guarded I I'm step close, is what i'm I did, too close right? to the callow to shoot the callow right so i can't shoot yes mm. i'm doing all right to take i guess i wouldn't be able to say this though. i'm just really scared of the contemplative I think that's a good instinct. <laughs> it, has, it has tentacles and it's a big brain. It's always good to be scared of people smarter than yeah, you. Yeah, it's really scary. <laughs> I want him to die. Oh, God, where is its mouth? Oh, does it have like a little body hanging below yeah, the big yeah, brain? Yeah, it, it's, it's just dangling there below. I thought it was tentacles. Oh, but the head is like, what is the head? Like in a tank? No, the brain is I thought the it was a big brain with tentacles. It's yeah, a big brain with a dangling body. That's yeah, even like worse. Like a dangling vestigial that body. That is so much worse. Oh, my God. It's super gross. Wait, so its, its spine is probably pretty fragile. It's just tendrils coming from the brain. Well, those can't be strong. Strong enough to hold you. <laughs> I'm sorry, should I said embrace you? <laughs> <laughs> the tentacles are psionic, so they're just like energy. Yeah, they're okay, psionic. So they're not, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so. Hold on while I Google Yeah, psionic. keep acting like you. <laughs> <laughs> so Quibba pulls out her laser rifle and uh, is going to shoot at the dwarf. Go for it. Give me an attack roll. 17. 17 is going to hit. Roll me some damage. 
So wait, you just hit the brain? No, I hit the dwarf. Ungar! So a seven. As you go to fire your rifle, the callow gets to take his free swipe. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Lands it for five damage. As you pull up your rifle, he hits you right in the shoulder, digs in his knife deep Mm. for five damage, and then... uh, Fuck! Your muscles tense up from the pain of the knife wound, and uh, you fire your laser at Ungar, and it hits him. Nice, solid hit in the chest for seven damage. Mm Mm-hmm. And he falls over. It knocks him back into the to the wall. There's like a shelf there. He runs into the shelf and he falls down flat on his face. Ungar is down. Wait, like down down or just on He's the ground? He's lying on the ground. Oh, so we don't know. He After could. Quib is pow. Well, I don't... Uh. You're dazed. You can still move if you want. Something will get an attack of opportunity. The cowl. That's right, the callow. So nah. <laughs> You're good? I think maybe... Paul's going to sit down and contemplate the the rose that's on his lapel. (laughs) Okay. What does that sound like? It's like, we call it red, but it's not even made of paper. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. After Paul is Kobach. Okay, um, I think Kobach is going to move over to the brain, who still is embracing Paul, right? Psionically. Psionically. No, but I'm like coming out of my. It just like hit me with. He a doesn't daze. have like you can tell like he doesn't have a hold on him. Like was that just was like just him boom. like using his thrall. Yeah, exactly. You care about my well being. Well, yeah. I also, about Paul. I also really hate this brain. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to move over to the brain, and then I want to open my jaws and take a huge bite out of that brain. Yes. (laughs) Give me an attack roll. So that would be eight. You you put your hands on the brain and you open up your mouth wide and you're coming at it to take a bite and it moves out of the way really quick at the last second. It says, What are you, a barbarian? You cannot eat me. I won't allow it. Even though I would be quite tasty. And tender. It's happening. And your intelligence would surely benefit from the meal. <laughs> is he is he inviting you to eat him? I'm not. I'm very confused. <laughs> He's very proud of every aspect. Of he himself. is very cocky. Self-confidence is great. How many rows of teeth does a vest have? Kobach says, ugh, fast food. After that is Elaine. Um, cool. I would like to move to my android compatriot and um, rip off their bow tie. Ooh. And then give me a um, give me an attack roll. Ten. So um, you jump over the bar and you reach for the bow tie, and the android uh, swiftly moves out of the way and is able to dodge it, and now has its blaster pointed <gasps> at you. Okay. Up next is Ungar. He's lying on the ground, and then you hear a knock at the door again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if they make it. Aww. Please no! Please no! Please no! Oh. So you hear another thud at the door. Boss, you gotta let us in. <laughs> Their voice changes every time. <laughs> Which makes me think it is multiple employees and we should be worried. Boss, let us in. We're worried about you. That's kind of sweet that they're worried, you know. Is it? They, they must our care. Our bonuses are level. coming up soon. <laughs> Us human traffickers are worried about our fellow human trafficker. Uh-huh. Well, they're bodyguards of human traffickers, human trafficker. Human trafficker. <laughs> the callow, he says. Um, that dwarf was a friend of mine. I'll kill you for killing him. Saying that to Quib. I figured. He's going to hit you with his knife again. Rolled a 22. I don't like that at all. I think that's going to hit. And that is a four. Four damage. 
Um, so he takes it out of your shoulder and then <sighs> thrusts it right back into your gut. <gasps> Who wanted children anyway? And he says, You will join him soon. So you're down to nine. Yeah. So I'm out of stamina. After that is the android that is looking at Elaine's character. <gasps> and he fires. That's a 17 towards your EAC. Okay. I've got 18. <gasps> nice. Mm. You got 18 EAC? Yeah, I think so. Do you want me to show you my thing? Yes, she's made of metal. There's some good armor in the game. There is. Not on my body. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Most of us are it doesn't come in your shine. No, we all got nice clothes. Oh, no, you have armor under your first one. No, all of you guys do. No, it's light no. armor, though. I have natural Paul, armor. Paul, you can wear armor under your regular Sorry, clothes. Sorry, false alarm. I have 15. Oh. Well, my stamina was five, so I don't think I have... Justin was like, that doesn't sound right. Let me check. Well, it wasn't right. (laughs) Take one point of damage from the laser. (laughs) Right in the gut. With a bullet the size of Quinn's grenade. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Do androids feel pain? I guess we'll find out. Emotional pain. They do dream of electric sheep, though. (laughs) Mm. After the androids is the contemplative again, and he looks at uh, you, Kobach. Of course he does. You just tried to bite him. I'm sorry. We're on the same team. He started this. Did he? He's coming to help you. This is why people don't help this motherfucker. <laughs> and he says, I think you need to take a relaxing breath. And I need you to roll a wheel save. Oh, plus um, six. So 12. You see these psionic tendrils again, but now they are wrapping around you, Kobach. And you feel your body become very sluggish. You are now dazed. Are we in, like, the same dazed place? Like, is it a plane? (laughs) (laughs) You're both seeing a lot of colors. Hello. (laughs) Are you still dazed? I'm coming out of it in the six seconds. He's about to shake it off. I am newly dazed. (laughs) And after that is Kriana. All right. Kriana sees what's happening. Takes one step to his left. And because this is his third turn of combat, he is fully attuned. Oh, that graviton, baby. Therefore. Therefore. He's going to hit a black hole. Oh. I pick every creature within 20 feet that I want, and they come next to me. They come closer to you. How much closer do they come to you? Uh, They move at most 10 feet. Okay. Which should bring them all almost next to me. So I want them both next to me, because that'll be 10 feet for both of them. Both who? For the callow and the fucking contemplative. Okay. Yes. Oh, no, the dwarf's dead body. I'm going to bring this. I don't, no, the dwarf isn't grayed out, so I don't think that he's dead. They do not provoke attack of opportunities from you guys. I'm sorry. I was hoping they would, but it doesn't. It specifically says that. However, they're now next to me. Did they make their fortitude save or did they not? That's going to be for the callow. That's a 10. Did he get it? No. Okay. And then the next one. 18. Okay, so the contemplative doesn't move, but the callow does. Yes, so you got one of them. Does it hurt them? It just pulls them closer to him. Oh, so you can hit them with melee. Yeah. Okay. That's all I can do, I guess. Okay, cool. But now I'm unattuned. I dropped my attunement. After Kriana is Quib. All right, um, so Quib is going to... She's going to pull out her laser rifle again. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And she's going to shoot at the callow. Do you mean attack roll? Natural 20. Oh, Oh, baby. Say what's up to Ungar for me, bitch. (laughs) Yes. Give me some damage for that one. Roll that D8 twice. It's a seven. 
check your gun because I think when you crit, it does burn damage as well. Penetrating under special. It says burn 1d6 under critical. Oh my goodness, 1d6. That's a lot. So roll a d6 also? No, no, no. He's just burned now, and his next turn, he'll he'll take a d6 of damage. Oh, okay, nice. so he takes 7. Oh, fuck. Justin. Yeah? I need you to roll a d6 twice. Why? Because I still burning. haven't put myself out. Oh, it's a d4. That's a 2. What's the other one? Oh, that's four. Four damage altogether? Or? Yeah, four altogether. The callow has just been pulled closer to JD using JD's black hole ability. Then you take this opportunity, you run across the room, take out your laser rifle again, you fire it, he hits him in the back, and he falls over right in front of Kriana. He's lying on the floor, face down, just like his friend, Ungar. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Okay. I have such a cool idea. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tableverse Podcast. The crew of the Terrapin will return next week. If you liked this episode, please consider leaving us a review and a rating on iTunes. It would really go a long way to help other amazing people, just like yourself, to find the show. If you just can't get enough and you need some more of us before the next episode, you can find us across all social media platforms at The Tableverse. The Tableverse Podcast is a Timid Jester production. It is hosted by Justin Harris. You can find him at Cheris Harris. The podcast is edited by Jeffrey Duke and Justin Harris. Quib is played by Allison Klemp. That's me. You can find me at Allison Klemp on all social media. Pow is played by Connor Gallagher. You can find him at Connor Said What. Kobach is played by Quentin Lamar. And you can find him at Quentin Lamar. Captain Eustace Kriana is played by Jeffrey Duke. You can find him at Jeffrey Duke. Original music for the Tableverse podcast was composed by Jennifer Rocamp. You can find her at jenniferrocamp.com. Original artwork for the Tableverse podcast was illustrated by Liara K. Crane. You can find her at liarakcrane.co.uk. Until next time, remember, whatever you like is good because you like it. <laughs> <laughs>